Hi, I'm doing bloody well. How are you doing? Welcome back to the Friday Night Podcast for Friday, uh, March 3rd, 2023. You know, I've been doing some work, you know, for school, uh, as in, I've gone to school and this week round, I did um, 12 hours of work that week, which is the most amount of work I've done at that school, which is pretty cool, that I was given so many hours, so I can make a little bit of money. Uh, a welcoming, welcoming, I don't know, set of things. Yeah, this has been absolutely fantastic, really. And, uh, dude, some of the students that I've met today, or just throughout this week, has absolutely crazy. Yeah. But, um... I don't want to talk about that. I'm more and more getting rid of my, you know, the social media stuff with Instagram. Uh, deleted my, or archived my posts, but I got rid of them essentially. And most of my story highlights or whatnot. I almost made the transition over, but for some reason, for some reason, I have no idea why this is the case. This is a WhatsApp issue. And I don't know why this is happening because I I asked one of my friends in Texas for his number um, and he gave me his number. I also gave me I also gave him my number and he also has WhatsApp, same as me. So I tried texting him, but for some reason in my contact list. I can only quote unquote invite him to WhatsApp. I cannot actually text him. Which makes no sense. Like why? Why? This doesn't make any sense to me personally. And I really don't understand I really don't get why it doesn't work. Um I have an idea though. I have an idea. I have an idea. Let me write it down quickly. And this idea of mine is to have a third contact. Write it down. Third contact. Approach third um, party contact. And uh, give them... And have them send me the contact or whatever. So basically it would go like this. For instance, I approach my best friend, right? And I tell him to text uh, 
my, my buddy in Texas because it, maybe it'll work for him, right? Um, and so then he could send me, send him my contact, so me, the my number. He could send uh, him my number. And then there's obviously always that option where it j just says message this person, right? I think that then would work. I ho seriously hope this will work uh, because I don't really see any other way of this working out, if I'm being honest with you. I have no idea how else to, to do this. Because it's the only thing that, that has uh, kept me from deleting Instagram. Because I don't want it anymore. And uh, as long as it's on my phone, there's still that risk of me lo losing myself in that app. Twitter is already gone, and I actually really enjoy Twitter, so that one actually kind of hurts. Uh, which is why, like, once a week or so, I, I log in on Twitter. Just once a week for, for a short period of time. To, to, to just make sure that I'm not completely missing out what's going on in the world. And also because... Elon Musk apparently like said that he's getting rid of co um, Twitter accounts that are inactive and I don't want my I don't necessarily want my Twitter account to be deleted I mean it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if I'm being honest so it's not wouldn't be too big of a deal it's not like oh no all my millions of followers no, it's more like all all my what forty followers with thirty five of them being fake would be gone. <laughs> oh no, how tragic, right? Yeah, right. Well, um, but yeah. So I don't know. Today I want to talk about something that you know whenever whenever I don't really know what to talk about, uh, I talk about cars. And I, every once in a while, you know, I do that and I get away with it. <laughs> I seem to be, to, to get away with it. It's my podcast. I can do and whatever I want. I can talk about whatever I want. So let me talk about cards. Now, one topic in particular, because I actually find this very fascinating. Uh, yeah. Something that I didn't necessarily see coming. But... I, well, I don't know. I, I don't know whether I saw it coming or not. It's just something that wasn't on my radar. It's something that I never thought of. It's the fact that out of all the car manufacturers in the world, I think the American car manufacturers, American cars are really on a rise right now. Because I feel like, well, I mean... The Corvette has definitely done a lot for that. And the Corvettes have done a lot for the image of the American car in general. The Ford Mustang, of course, has always been big as well. That one's also that one's also pretty big. In, uh, around the world. Not, not, not just in America, but no, around the world. And of course, what these companies really strive for is not just American success, but it's global Dominance, global domination. Uh, because that's where the mo by far most amount of money, 
can be made. Now, here's the, th the interesting thing. And uh, this is uh, something very, very interesting that, that it, uh, all of a sudden happened in Germany, which is a lot less people are now buying new EVs, which makes me happy because EVs are, I think, horrible cars. They really are. And on top of that, they're not just horrible cars, but they're also really bad for the environment. Uh, but we're not going to get into that whole discussion. I think I've talked about it often enough. I'm kind of tired of it. Um, but yeah, point is, there's still, I think, well, easily 50% of the population in Germany, maybe even more, that don't want to switch over to an electric car. Now, all these other companies though, the German car companies, you look at Mercedes, Audi, uh, not Volkswagen, no, they, they apparently are kind of still going to be in the game. Porsche a little bit on the fence. BMW are definitely transitioning over. Porsche are a little on the fence. They have that Taycan, obviously, but that didn't sell. That that sold nowhere near as well as it as they wanted it to. It was a. It did not do well. It do, did not do well in the sales. And when it comes to Porsche, I mean, you just want that. You want an inline six in your car. <laughs> Heck, you want a freaking four-cylinder car. Well, that's perhaps not something that you want, but that's something that I believe that you're going to get with a 911 Turbo S. Which is a ridiculously fast car. So Porsche, I mean, I don't need to tell you how great Porsche is and how, how great of a job they've done and what makes them so special and so on, right? But, um, yeah, so they... Are a little on the, the fence, but we can, I think, all agree on Porsche basically being for people who have more money, clearly. I mean, heck, even in Germany, Porsches are ridiculously expensive. I, I, I'm, like, always super surprised by that. Because to me, Porsches, Porsche don't exactly make cars that um, look like money. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, a Lamborghini or Ferrari, that car looks like money. A Porsche looks like a sweet little thing that looks pretty cool, I'll give you that. But it doesn't have this outlandish, outrageous, ridiculous look to it. It has more of a... More, um... There's a little more tame in its design. It's not as flamboyant and as, you can call it arrogant, <laughs> as a Ferrari and a Lamborghini. Because those are very flashy cars. But Porsches, I don't think Porsches are. Which is why it kind of surprises me that Porsches are so darn expensive. Because a lot of those cars that seem to be very attractive for people with a lot of money and who want uh, just a... Uh, really sporty 
top of the line supercar they would naturally always um, gravitate towards a Ferrari and a Lamborghini but Porsche for some reason a lot of people buy their cars I mean they, they make great cars that's the thing I'm just saying like you a lot of people people generally speaking don't exactly make a lot of rational decisions when it comes to cars especially the more high like high performance cars which is why it kind of surprises me a little bit that they go for Porsche because I think most people if just just but you know if you ask most people on the street if you ask people on the street most people would rather and you say all right you can pick one and one only all right Ferrari, Lamborghini, Porsche. Most people would either pick the Ferrari or the Lamborghini. Not the Porsche. But still, a ton of people out there are driving Porsches, even though they're very expensive. I just find that very interesting. But for the discussion, we'll have to um, kind of take Porsche off that list unless they all of a sudden start making more affordable cars because... As of right now, I mean, new cars from Porsche, what they cost, they start at, I can look at this right now, actually. Let me, let me take a look at this right now. A brand new Porsche, brand new. Uh, let's check this out. So the cheapest Porsche that you can find right now, brand new. They start, oh yeah, that's a Porsche, yeah, Porsche Macan, uh, 265 horsepower, Porsche 718 Boxster, 299 horsepower. They start at 70k, at 70k is when they start. Alright, now let's go for a new Porsche 911. How much? Because that's like the Porsche of the Porsche. That is, that's a proper Porsche right there. Yeah, Porsche 992 Carrera with 385 horsepower for 130,000. 130,000. Now, that's not the Turbo S or anything like that. You know, if you want to spend a little more money in that, you know, get, get a little more bang, bang a buck. Well, that's only one, literally only one. 992 Carrera for 130,000 while the next one is for 160,000 as a Carrera T same horsepower that is crazy yeah and then of course top of the line Porsches I'm talking 911 Turbo S's uh, let's start at what 500 horsepower yeah they, they do pack a heck of a punch don't they Oh, 650 horsepower, I guess. Yeah, they start at 220, 230,000. This one, 222.7K. This is insane. I mean, this is basically Ferrari pricing. Yeah, yeah. And the Lamborghini pricing. Basically, more or less, you know. I think Ferraris and Lamborghinis are slightly more expensive, but not by much, that's for sure. Unless you're talking top-of-the-line Ferrari, top-of-the-line Lamborghini, then yeah, Porsche will be cheaper. But my point is, we should kind of ignore Porsche right now. 
as far as their transition is concerned all will they transition to electric fully electric or not uh why should we ignore them well because most people just cannot afford a porsche so let's ignore porsche volkswagen for the most part they're absolutely transitioning over to electric cool whatever you know volkswagen i don't say volkswagen though sometimes i do even though it's volkswagen i mean i should know this i'm german right and you know the commercial volkswagen das auto <laughs> yeah apparently it's the same in uh, america like they, they didn't change it which i think is pretty cool i think they also play like played in italian for alfa romeo which i also think is pretty cool and isn't that the same for like bugatti i don't know point is does really does anybody really care like any of the car enthusiasts of volkswagen except for like the golf gti that's like the only one right but most people really i mean they want a v8 uh, from the uh, f uh, the car enthusiasts in the world that are crazy about cars and have a little bit of money, they want a V8 under the hood. So, what what was it that they used to drive? Well, they used to drive Porsches, um, BMWs, um, Mercedes. Uh, I guess Audis as well, yeah. All of a sudden now, all of them basically, pretty much, shifting to electric. Fully electric. However, and you see the same thing with Italian ones. You know, Maserati, all of a sudden, they completely dumped their V8. I mean, the, the MC20, cool, cool car, very cool car. It only has a V6. The Gran Turismo. Uh, the new one. There's an electric one, the Folgore. And there's the new one with a V6. Not a V8. Uh, and I missed that Ferrari V8 that you got with the Gran Turismo's. Uh, I really miss them. I will miss them big time. And if I ever buy myself a Maserati Gran Turismo, it'll definitely... Or Maserati in general, it'll de definitely be a Maserati Gran Turismo. From, I don't know, 2006, 2008, 2010, some, some time, you know, so, somewhere like that, um, in that time frame. Um, yeah, for sure. And, uh, but yeah, they're, they're switching over. Ferrari have dumped, it seems like, their V8. I don't know, they have the 296 GTB out, which is a V6 hybrid which is a bummer not saying it's a bad car i actually heard some good things about the car uh but, but it's a bummer like even with a ferrari now you cannot even get a v8 anymore and and with that being a v6 it's not even a full v6 it's just a it's a hybrid lamborghini seemed to be a little cooler about it but they're also switching over very soon. It seems like. But I still, I give them credit for still going, going with the V12s. And the fact that they're still producing V12s. I mean, 
that's pretty major right there. Though V12s are not that efficient, um, I think V8s are like the best compromise, generally speaking. V12s are like if you really want to flex. If you just want to be like, yeah, see me? I got money. <laughs> uh, you know, by all means, do that. But, you know, that's not going to really... Um, in terms of a daily driver, only get what? Only getting like ten miles to the gallon at best. That's not very good. Or like 20, 20 liters uh, every uh, one hundred kilometers. That that's not very good, <laughs> you know. Uh, which is why I, I mean Aston Martin. That that's of course satisfying. You want a, an Aston Martin with a V twelve. But man, they drink. I, there's a lot of fuel that uh, they consume. <laughs> they consume a lot of fuel. Anyways, so the point is now you cannot even look at the Italian ones to buy something, right? I don't know what Alfa. Well, Alfa Romeo have an electric one coming out, the Giulia, right? So that one's also basically going away. Alfa Romeo's going away. Fiat. Do people do car enthusiasts really care about Fiat? Maybe the Abarth, but overall, I would say no. Japanese ones. I mean, Toyota is still holding off. The new Supra though will be electric. It seems like from what I've heard, from what I've read. So they're going away, right? The new Nissan, I, I guess, is well, the Skyline. I mean, I guess as well. Uh, some of them are holding off a little bit. Uh, Lexus are working on like a fake electric manual, whatever. It's weird. Um, I mean, credit to them and shout out to them, but sorry, not exactly. I don't know. Um, yeah, so screw the Japanese car market as well. Uh, screw the... I don't know what's going on with the British one. What's Jaguar up to? Well, Range Rover, I think they're... Well, they're... I mean, car enthusiasts, do they really go for Range Rovers? Don't think so. Aston Martin, that's a bit expensive. Uh... Yeah. We're looking for everyday cars that people can daily... And that they don't have to spend a ton of money on, Right? Jaguar, I mean, you know, reliability issues, of course, they have too. Um, but I think the UK is also a little more strict about it. The point is with the electric uh, enforcement, right? The point is America. The American car manufacturers while still pu putting out a ton of evs i mean just look at the tesla alone of course they're only electric but we all know teslas are actually trash not just because they're electric cars but because they're actually terribly built cars like if you're gonna buy yourself an electric car my gosh do not let it be a tesla they make trash cars don't buy a tesla um, even if you want to go electric, fine. If you want to go electric, by all means, but don't buy a Tesla. What? Anyways, uh, you got Dodge. 
and dodge yeah i know they're switching over now with the charger the daytona you know uh that's gonna be fully electric however it's they they might just have one more good run with the challenger an inline six they've presented and that one is looking promising so it really looks like they're gonna go for something like that it also looks like like a Dodge Challenger SRT Goblin or something like that is coming out and that that thing will push 900 horsepower, maybe even a thousand horsepower stock stock. I mean, come on, that thing will be nuts only for this year. Last call, you know, this is it'll be absolutely insane. Uh, so yeah, we shall see about that. But now I'm really focusing on the ones that really make it count. The two big ones, Ford and Chevrolet. Now Chevrolet and Ford, both of them are making electric cars, and you know if you if people want to drive them, they can absolutely do that. You know, there's electric cars from those companies. But there's also something else, and that's for the gearheads, as for the car enthusiasts. And that's where people like me come in. And there's a lot of people like me, you know, car enthusiasts out there in this world. And that really flock towards those cars. Because we just want to hear that V8 rumble. We want to hear the vibration of the car while we're sitting in it. We want to hear the obnoxious and completely ridiculous sound that they make. We want to hear it because we love it so much and it brings us so much joy. Now, with all the other manufacturers around the world being like, nope, 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 bye, bye, bye. We got Ford and Chevrolet left and they're making some of the best, most attractive uh, internal carbon combustion engine cars out there. I mean, you got, well, the Camaro, the, that one's ending <laughs> this year, so that's a bit unfortunate. As far as muscle cars are, are concerned, uh, you got, you're going to be great with Ford Mustang. Ford Mustang coming along with the V8, naturally aspirated, that thing will be pushing 500 horsepower. Incredible, you know, and you get a manual transmission on top of that. If you don't want the manual, uh, you want the 10-speed automatic, great, you can have that too. No problem whatsoever. You get full support from Ford there. Yeah, if you want things this way, they'll, they'll do that. They can. If you want a convertible Mustang, you can do that. If you if you're like, I want a Mustang, um, but I and I do want it to be, I don't know, petrol, but I don't want to spend that much money, or I don't want that much power. You get the EcoBoost with four cylinder, no problem. Ford, they give you all the options, which is exactly how every car manufacturer should uh, act this is very buyer friendly consumer friendly behavior from Ford so shout out to Ford big time for that then on the other side we have Chevrolet and their big big flagship right now it seems like is the Corvette the C8 the C8 Corvette then which is has what pushes 495 horsepower or 481 something like that uh and there's also a c8 e-ray corvette e-ray which is a 
hybrid um, and that one is not that appealing to me but guess what don't worry about it the the Corvettes they, they still have their standard lineup they have the ZL6 too and the ZL6 doesn't even have a supercharger it's naturally aspirated with a 5.5 liter V8 uh, was it called flat uh, flat crane flat crank right flat crank engine I think uh, or flat plane engine whatever um, the thing that makes the car sound like a Ferrari <laughs> that kind of an engine and it sounds absolutely great it's super fast it looks great it's very sporty and it's a great substitution for a uh, great, great replacement for a Ferrari slash Lamborghini and you get it for less money so why the heck should you say no that's kind of the point that I'm making and why would you buy anything else especially if you're a car enthusiast I think just naturally more and more people will now flock towards those cars and Ford and Chevrolet just have an absolute I mean open field day this is easy work for them now all they gotta do is they gotta uh, somehow uh, make it work with all the su supply and demand and they're gonna have a lot of demand that's for sure um, to make all those cars but my days I have a great feeling that those cars are gonna sell very 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 well indeed uh, I mean the CHZ06 has not even made it to Germany yet uh, but yeah I mean those cars are looking very 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 good and I cannot wait I cannot wait and um, that's that's what it is man it's American car manufacturers they're still going strong and they're, they're doing whatever they can what it, whatever it is that they can to keep going to keep building those awesome cars and um, I know of course it's not just the car manufacturers fault uh, it's not like all of a sudden they hate the idea of building electric cars uh, that they sorry that they hate the idea of uh, um, building um, gasoline engine cars there's many other factors such as government regulations and uh, investors and blah 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 right uh, and then also being owned by other companies like Dodge is owned by what Stellantis so there's it's not like they're a monopoly or whatever power big major powerhouse like Apple if it was Apple then Apple that they could go through with it I guess yeah they would definitely find a way and I guess Ford is big enough and Chevrolet GM you know they're somehow making it work which shout out to them um, they're somehow making it work and it's it's impressive and it's it's awesome the fact that they that they're being like this um, that we still have two companies in this world that uh, really satisfy the needs the wishes of the car enthusiast and uh, yeah man you know I, I it, it does kind of make car enthusiasts feel abandoned 
by all these uh, by some of our favorite car manufacturers you know i don't know does it feel like we're being betrayed by them i guess even though usually well yeah it's it kind of feels like that because what if all of a sudden you have a completely electric ferrari come out and it doesn't even sound like a ferrari and it doesn't make the obnoxious it doesn't have the obnoxious nature nature of a ferrari anymore which why would you then still charge so much money i find that to be very 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 strange because i think the appeal is then completely gone right and um yeah that that was kind of my little um analysis on what i think uh is happening and how i think ford and chevrolet will make big time business i mean especially ford because mustangs are just more affordable than the corvettes especially with the crazy dealership markups which are really ruining it for for buyers because in america like Chevrolet, I think GM are very fair with their prices. They're saying that the C eight Z O six should cost just under one hundred and ten thousand dollars. I think that's a great price for for a C eight Z O six, incredible price actually. But then you'll have dealerships in America say, "All right, we're we're, we're offering this car to our buyers not for a hundred and ten thousand. No, we're offering this car for two hundred thousand. But they're doing that. They're, they're now saying, all right, this car costs 200000 even though Chevrolet say, hey, this car is worth 108000 instead of 200000 But it's the dealerships where you have to buy the car, right? You cannot immediately walk up to Chevrolet and be like, hey, give me one C8 Z06 Corvette for 108000 please. They'll be like, yeah, all right, uh, there's the next dealership. Buy one there. And then boom, two hundred thousand is what they'll charge you. The, the dealerships. This is not GM's fault. Uh, this is pretty criminal right now. What's going on in America? It's a big, big problem, and that'll definitely hurt the sales of the uh, of the C eight Z sixes, which really sucks because I'm a fan of these cars and I want these cars to to do well so that they can build more of these. Uh, I think also think it's very good for the industry and. That's why these cars need to sell, but these, quite frankly, quite idiotic car, car dealerships are not looking at it in the long term. I think I'm making a big mistake and letting greed take over their minds and lust. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, lust for money. Anyways, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and I'll try to get this fixed with the number, uh, so that they can, I can finally delete Instagram and, and text my buddy through WhatsApp. I hope it'll work. It's worth a shot, I think. All right, hope y'all enjoyed the podcast. And I uh, shall hopefully see you next week again. Uh, and with that. Everybody, please stay safe, take care, I wear a condom. <laughs>